right, let's do this. The bills make me wanna mm. Kick your heels up and down, mm. throw your hands up and down, mm. throw your head back and down. Mm. Come on now, My beefers. Everybody, it is uh, me, yeah, boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wing Dog at the end of the couch. Sadie Dog is in the living room. Cow Cat is actually on the couch with Ween. Larry Cat is under the dining room table. I am wandering into the kitchen. Why? Why? To get myself another motherfucking beer, everybody. But, uh, hey, how are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? You doing okay? How was your day? Was it a good day? I hope it was, everybody. Why? Because today is Monday. 
December 11th, 2020. Trace. Hopefully it was a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a goddamn Monday. If it wasn't good, have a beer, go to bed, and wake up. Tomorrow is Tuesday, everybody. That's what I'm having. I'm having a uh, nice Abita Christmas ale. I do love me some Abita ale. Some good shit, everybody. Good shit. I picked up three Christmas six-packs over the weekend. Went out and saw a bunch of Christmas lights. and It was, uh, it was good. It was a Christmassy, uh, Christmassy kind of day, Christmassy kind of weekend. Uh, writing Christmas cards. I am officially out of 2023 Christmas cards, everybody. They are gone. But, however, however, if you have never received a Christmas card from me, I have Christmas cards from 2020 and 2021. So if you've never received a Christmas card from me and you would like one, send me your address and I will, I will mail you one. Uh, oh God, I'm dying. If um, you uh, would still like one and you've already received one from 2020 and 2021, I don't know if I can tell you. <laughs> the words will be different on the back. The picture remains the same, but the words on the back will be different. But uh, but I hope I hope you're doing okay, everybody. I hope I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, that that beginning uh, intro montage was from the one and only Mr. Mike Pellerito, who is uh, he's very good with the uh, with the sound editing and the drops, and he's uh, always making fun things like that, and I I always appreciate it. He got a hold of me a little while ago. He's like, "Hey, man, ah, uh, I got this thing I've been working on today. This little sound thing. I was just wondering." If you could play it today, I was like, "Sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it early though. I'm starting the podcast early." And he's like, "Why?" And I said, "Because of this." <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the reason why this is early is because there is a movie I want to see tonight. It is only showing tonight, one night only. It is a uh, independent movie that was made in Michigan. And uh, somehow, uh, like a Facebook ad came across my feed, and I saw it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, going, did they fucking write this movie about me? <laughs> because uh, there, there's some very weird things going on in this movie that uh, yours truly can relate to. So the movie's at 7, so I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta crank out the podcast quick, or I'm not even gonna do a fucking podcast. So I'm gonna crank out quick. I'm gonna crank this motherfucker out quick, so I can go see the movie. And uh, I will tell you uh, what it's about tomorrow on the Patreon. So if you guys don't subscribe to the Patreon, you're missing out on dumb shit like that. (laughs) So so there we go. There we go. Oh, my God. I hope your weekend was good. Mine was good. Like I said, I went out and uh, saw some Christmas lights. Saw the Buffalo Bills win a very uh, traumatic, dramatic... Uh, football game yesterday. Oh, if you're new to the podcast, I always forget I need to introduce myself just in case there are new listeners. I ne- I truly never necessarily believe there are new listeners to the podcast. 
But if you are a new listener, thank you for finding this uh, weird podcast. Uh, my name is Steve McAllister, the host. I was a social worker for a long time. I was a uh, comedian for a long time. And I now I currently make mistakes. That's what I do. That's, that's seemingly my job. And the, the job that pays me the money is I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team, for your Detroit Tigers. And uh, specifically, I sell Divinot ice cream to stores and gas stations and schools and uh, things of that nature all across the great state of Michigan. So now you're caught up. Now you are caught up. Some of you are like, Stu, I, I follow you on Twitter. You talk about making donuts. Yeah, that's all a lie. <laughs> that's all a fucking lie that spiraled into something that I never thought it would spiral into. Uh, please keep that under your hat. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's become fun for me. But at the same time, I feel a little guilty because I think people have become emotionally attached to me working at a donut shop and having an asshole boss named Larry which is coincidentally the name of one of my cats, <laughs> who also is an asshole, just in a, in a different kind of way. Uh, but the game yesterday for the Bills was, uh, it was a good end for me as the Buffalo Bills fan. The Bills won. Uh, it was, it was uh, a very uh, difficult game to watch. Uh, I think either as a Bills fan or a Chiefs fan, I think you'd be like, oh my God, that fucking suck. I hate this. But, um, man, uh, it ended kind of on a controversial call. Uh, the, the Chiefs had scored a touchdown, and it was called back because the, uh, the guy who eventually scored the touchdown uh, was offsides. He, he was uh, lined up in the neutral zone, <laughs> and he was offsides, and so they called it rightfully so because when you're looking at it, you're like, holy fuck, this guy is way offsides. Um, but, but the, the Chiefs fans, uh, Patrick Mahomes was losing his mind. Uh, Andy Reid apparently was losing his mind. All, all of these Chiefs people were losing their fucking mind. And it's, it's one of those things of like, hey, uh, if you commit an infraction, if you commit a penalty, uh, things aren't going to go your way. They need to be called. It would have been the same goddamn thing. If Josh Allen had uh, been quarterback and, and Stephon Diggs had lined up in the neutral zone and we scored a touchdown and they didn't call it, the, the Chiefs fans would have been losing their goddamn mind. Now, referees clearly uh, make mistakes. They are, they are uh, fallible. They are not infallible. They are fallible. Is that a word? Is fallible a word? It should be a word if it's not. Right? If you have infallible, you should have fallible. But the refs make mistakes, and it really seems as though the refs have been uh, overly shitty this year. Dear God. Uh, not, not even necessarily the game yesterday. I, I, I felt that the, the, the referees in that game yesterday were, had m missed a lot of calls and, and made bad decisions on some calls that, that favored the Chiefs. So... Uh, was I, was I concerned about it? No, not really. Uh, you know, I felt like Patrick Mahomes, it wasn't like that was the last, when they had the penalty, it wasn't like that was the last play of the game or whatever. They they had multiple opportunities after that to get a first down and or score or whatever, and they weren't able to. So I don't know what to tell you. It was really weird seeing Patrick Mahomes, like, a, really having a goddamn hissy fit. 
Um, as a professional athlete, he should be fucking ashamed of himself. I know he won't be. Uh, too many of these athletes, I think, are just fucking uh, fed, spoon-fed that how great they are, and they should never lose. And so when they're eventually uh, faced with the task of defeat, you know, the event of defeat, it's hard for them to kind of accept it, right? And, and guess what? You lost. It, it was really weird when he, he came out to the middle of the field to, to greet Josh Allen or, you know, say good game or whatever, you know, the kind of thing. You know when you were like a little kid and you were playing like, I don't know, Little League Baseball or soccer, or I played soccer, but uh, at the end of the game, they always had you line up as a team, and then you would go at some point on the field, and you would meet the other team, and you would just, like, slap hands, and you go, good game, good game, good game. And more often than not, you would just go, fuck you, or eat shit, or you wouldn't slap their hand, or whatever. And, uh, but, you know, it's supposed to be about, like, good sportsmanship, which, as a kid, I didn't get. As an adult, I still don't get. <laughs> No, I do. I get. I get it. I get, I. I'm understanding because none of it matters. None of this shit matters, really. Uh, not for you. Not for me. Not for anybody. No, no, none of it matters, right? Ultimately, we should try to treat each other with good uh, sportsmanship and whatever. It was a good competition. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I was fully expecting to lose. As a Buffalo Bills fan who's been through the grinder one too many times, I will always expect the Bills to lose. Always. Always. Does that suck? Absolutely it sucks. But uh, I truly believe that they will lose in games like that. But they came out on top. It was a difficult victory, and they won. And Patrick Mahomes came across as being a whiny little bitch. And you never want to see someone on your team be a whiny little bitch. And it made me go, hey, did, has Josh Allen ever acted like this? Because I would be incredibly disappointed if he did. And uh, I don't think he ever has. He gets kind of sullen. But I don't think he blames refs. I think he takes it upon himself probably more than he should. And that's the thing about, I know none of you have come for a Buffalo Bills discourse. <laughs> I apologize immediately. But I don't think uh, Josh Allen will ever put anything on the coaches. He'll never put anything on his teammates. It's always him. And uh, that's a sign of a good leader in my, in my eyes. So, I, Patty, Patty Mahomes, I know you're listening. And by uh, I know you're listening, I know you're not listening. Nor does anyone with any kind of uh, connection to the Chiefs. There's no seven degrees of Kevin Bacon to, to Patrick Mahomes. There's none of that. But if you could pass the word on to Patty Mahomes, he just needs to fucking relax, right? Dude, you've been to three Super Bowls in like uh, six years or something. Fucking relax, dude. You've won two of them. Relax, okay? Fuck you. Relax. Relax. Relax, motherfucker. I, I mean... Oh, so last night I made a little clip that I don't want to say went viral. Uh, for me, it went viral. <laughs> I got like uh, 150 likes or something on Twitter. I, Twitter is my favorite. Twitter is my favorite. I made a little clip of me. I got a big uh, jug of popcorn. I bought a jug of popcorn from Big Lots over the weekend. If you can't buy something from Big Lots, you don't fucking need it. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, I bought a jug of popcorn, so I made a quick little clip of myself where I was just eating out of the jug of popcorn, 
And then I said, this is me looking at mad Chiefs fans' tweets. And it was just me eating popcorn, staring into the camera with kind of a goofy smile. So people just lose their goddamn mind. And ultimately, everybody, none of it matters, right? If the Buffalo Bills were to win the Super Bowl this year, other than the fact that they won the Super Bowl, my life wouldn't change in the fucking slightest. I don't get a raise. I don't get a job. Uh, th- there's no woman coming over to give me blowjobs on a daily basis. Like, nothing fucking cool, right? I don't get a dozen donuts or anything for free. Nothing, nothing fucking changes, right? Other than in that moment, that day, that specific day, uh, f- some excitement, some excitement for me. Well, whatever. You got, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Whatever. All right. So, uh, today, today I, uh, worked, worked today, delivering Devonites, got into work at seven. No reason to come in earlier. I mean, I was sick last night. I've actually, I've been a little under the weather the last, I don't know, four or five days. Just kind of like, uh, I've been sneezing a lot, which sucks. And I got nasal, nasal drippage, which sucks. And then it kind of goes down your throat, and then you, you feel like your throat is shit. And uh, so I was taking some medication, you know, you t- that over-the-counter stuff that apparently uh, all the ingredients in it are ineffective, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah, take this shit. It ain't going to do stuff for you. It's sugar water. Ah, oh, fuck. Great, man. That's awesome. But I had a box, and I looked at the box, and this shit expired June of 2022. Did I use it? Fuck yeah, I used it. God damn, I used it. You know, the, just because it expired doesn't mean it's not good. <laughs> I think. I hope. Will it hurt me? Fuck no, it won't hurt me. It doesn't, doesn't hurt sour, right? Does it? Fuck. I did feel better, but man, I woke up at like 1, and then I woke up again at like 3, and I, I mean, I had to get up at like six. And when I, when I woke up at three, I was up for like an hour because I'm just, I felt like shit. It's weird when you feel like shit and you can't fall asleep. You're like, ah, oh, God, this is a time where I really need to fall asleep. If I can not feel like shit. And then you're like, your body's like, fuck you. You're going to feel like shit, you dumb fuck. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, body, why? And your body's like, because you're a dick. I'm like, I'm a dick? And they're like, yeah, because you, you're taking expired medication, you fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh. So I get into work. My boss is there. I'm talking with him. I asked, apparently, my the new boss, the new guy, the guy I had applied for this position and didn't get it. But the, uh, the new guy apparently was supposed to start today. He wasn't there. I half expected him to be there, though. And go, hey, could I ride along with you today? And I would have been like, sure, I guess. And we're going to fucking Battle Creek. What's that about? So whatever. Whatever. He wasn't there. Uh, when I got back from work today, he wasn't there. No one messaged me about meeting with him or talking with him or anything. I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that you'd fucking want to have a meeting with your boss or whatever? No? Okay. Whatever, the the guy the guy who's going to be in charge of things that he doesn't know anything about he's the that's what I fucking want I want to deal with this guy, fuck, like fuck I mean no, <laughs> fuck no. But it was the goddamn Battle Creek route, and uh, really it's all gas stations. 
It's gas stations, uh, a little restaurant in Colon, Michigan, which is the magic capital world. And uh, kudos to my main man, John Midgley, who runs the Facebook page Magic JBM. Go like Magic JBM. I bought a deck of cards from him. He's a, he's a very good artiste. And he made a uh, he made a deck of cards, and I bought a deck of cards. Like he drew the design on the deck of cards. It's pretty cool, and it showed up today. Showed up today. He gave me a little Christmas card. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. So, a uh, little little restaurant colon, which is the magic capital of the world. I don't know why, but a lot of famous magicians are buried there. There's two like uh, magic uh, f- factories. Shops, stores, I guess. They make magic tricks there. Uh, The only thing that's uh, worth anything is they got the Kellogg Arena. It's a little arena. I don't know, it's like 4,000 people maybe. They have different events happening there. Whatever, you know, fucking high school sports and maybe a concert, a wrestling event, whatever. You know, that kind of shit. So I get there today. They made an order. They They bought a lot of product. Thank God. It was like the only place that bought product, right? So I go, and I just see all these fucking people that are lined up outside. I'm like, what? Is is there like a job fair? Like, why are people here? It's like, you know, 10 in the morning. Usually there's not going to be like an event at at an arena at 10 in the morning on a Monday, right? Like Maybe like a circus or something for the kids, for family shit. But uh, so I get in, I ask later, what the fuck's going on? It was like, it was a... uh, like a Christmas toy event for needy needy people. People who are unable to afford Christmas gifts for kids kind of thing. And uh, there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people there, everybody. And uh, it, it apparently was sponsored by Firekeeper's Casino. Because, you know, the, the casino is taking money from the parents who cannot afford to buy gifts for their kids so it's kind of come full circle so i guess maybe these people who ran the casino felt a little bit of guilt i don't i don't know probably not i think they view it as more like a good pr thing but whatever but uh so they had it all set and just maybe go like uh, you know all, all all kidding aside everybody all kidding aside it is it is a good thing it's a good thing that they had this um it was a good thing that that uh they're trying to provide for people who can't necessarily provide for themselves through for, for whatever reason. Like, there are a lot of people there who you could tell, like, these people, uh, uh, a lot of people in wheelchairs. A lot of people, like, ah, look like they just got out of the slam. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, I was telling the lady who ran it, I was like, you know, uh... It's really great that this is happening. Like, I'm not even necessarily sure if the arena specifically had anything to do with it other than providing, like, uh, an event space. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. But I was telling her, I was like, it's great. Because, again, you know, me as a social worker, like, I've clearly dealt with people who are, uh, who, who have needs. And I, and I feel like this is the simple thing of giving a child a toy at Christmas, like, a thing. Like, nothing major, right? Here's a lego set or whatever right like it's important and I, f- I feel like in this day and age a lot of us like we're in fucking denial we're in denial about what's going on like it's it, it's the whole thing of like if it isn't happening to me it's not happening 
And uh, I'll tell you guys, as uh, a middle-aged white guy, middle-aged heterosexual white guy, I haven't necessarily wanted for things. Now, things are clearly as good for me as I would want, but I've, I've never felt like uh, I'm going to get evicted or shit like that, you know. And, and, but I'm aware of shit going on around me, and I wish more people were. I saw a dumb thing on Twitter yesterday, I think, where this guy was talking about this. This guy is ranting and raving, and he's uh, he's from the great state of Texas. You don't mess with Texas, is kind of what this guy was saying. And he was basically he was just rambling on about how he's a Republican. You know, there's been generations of Republicans that have lived here, and if you're a Democrat, we don't fucking want you here. You need to fucking move to California or some shit, cause you're not wanted here. And I'm like, going, oh my god, dude, I don't think you understand how shit fucking works. Right? Like, states aren't specifically like, this is a Republican state. If you're not Republican, you can't fucking live here. Like, it doesn't work like that, right? Now, I live in Michigan where uh, the majority of the state votes blue, the Democrats. Uh, but I will also tell you, the heavy concentration is in, like, the, the big city of Detroit. A good portion of the rest of the state geographically leans very right <laughs> but do we uh, as a, I lean left as someone who, who would uh, vote Democrat do I get to tell fucking people who are Republican to get the fuck out and move to goddamn Texas <laughs> no we all gotta learn to fucking live together cooperate with each other and do shit right I understand everybody's gonna have their own way of wanting to do stuff there's uh, more than one road to get to Rome right we all find our own path. We take it, and hopefully it's a good thing. My viewpoint is, as long as we're not fucking people over, we always need to be aware of others. Now, clearly you want everyone to pay their fair share of work as hard as they can, but sometimes it just doesn't work like that, everybody. It just doesn't work like that. That was a weird tangent. Apologies. Apologies. So I go on about my day. I get everything done. My very last stop, I am at a, uh, a store in Gull Lake, Michigan. Gull Lake Market. <laughs> and for whatever reason, this, this strange out-of-the-way market is uh, owned by Indian folks who have an Indian food buffet. <laughs> I don't know why. It's very, very weird. Uh, but I love it because I, I go in, it's my last stop of the day, and I know it will be my last stop of the day, and I go in and, and I buy some food for them. And the guy gives me an employee discount, which is very, very nice of him. He doesn't need to do that, but he does. So very, very cool of him. I get it, and it's great, and I love it. I would encourage all of you to go get some Indian food. Go get some. Get, get the chicken. It's fucking, it's fucking great. It's fucking, fucking great. God, there was, oh, um, yeah. So I get home, and I go to check my mail in the mailbox, and I look down the street, and I see this this the, this old lady who lives down the street, right? She's, this is an older lady. She's very recognizable. I'm assuming she probably had, like, jaw cancer or something. There's just something really goofy about her jaw. I, I don't know if she had cancer. Maybe she just had surgery. I mean, it almost looks like maybe she was a big smoker or something and the, there's something goofy with her jaw 
Very, very nice lady. Couldn't tell your fucking name, though. No idea what her name is. Kind of a crazy cat lady, all right? Which very much plays into the story. She also has a dog, and that's why I saw her, because she was outside uh, uh, walking her dog. And uh, the re- I went up and I, and I talked to her, and the reason I went up to talk to her is because she had this cat who she informed me that the cat's name was Lucy. I did not know of this cat being named Lucy. I always refer to the cat as Stubby Cat <laughs> because she had kind of like worn down ears, right? Like clearly this is a cat that lived on the fucking streets <laughs> and lived, lived a goddamn hard life. It was probably getting toys at the Kellogg's Arena to fucking give to her, her kittens. Uh, and I, I like this cat. It was an orange cat. It, it had a lot of personality. Uh, she kind of made it like an indoor-outdoor cat. A lot of personality. And uh, it, would, it was always kind of like patrolling the neighborhood. It would be like in my yard. And I didn't give a shit. I was like, oh, I like this cat. Now, she also would never let me touch her, this cat. I could get relatively close, and even with the dogs, it was not afraid of the dogs. It didn't give a fuck about my dogs. So that's how I knew this cat was a badass motherfucker, right? And uh, so I, I eventually made a Instagram page for this cat because I would just see her all the time in like different spots around the neighborhood. It was just, it was very interesting, very nice cat. I like this cat a whole lot. But I hadn't seen this cat in forever. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Right? Because I'm just thinking, oh, my God, this cat is not around anymore. This cat has passed away or whatever. And this, so I went and I asked her. I had to confirm. And I said, hey, lady who I don't know your name. Uh, but why do I know your cat's name, though? So I said, hey, so did you, uh, I haven't seen Lucy in a while. Is is Lucy okay? And she informed me that Lucy had died and that she'd found her, like, in her basement. And that is just uh, tragic. It's tragic. And it's weird because it hit me harder than uh, it should. This is not even my cat. Not even my cat. But I love that cat. Whatever. What are you going to do? Meanwhile, this... Meanwhile, this weekend, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Meanwhile, this weekend, uh, goddamn Jamie is telling me to kill the Sadie dog. <laughs> Sadie dog's been having some continence problems. She's been uh, peeing on the carpet the last couple days, but uh, not a big deal. I can't, I can't kill my dog. <laughs> I can't do it until this dog. Is like lying lifeless on the floor, drooling on herself. I can't. She still seems happy. Sadie Dog is still a happy dog. I although I, I you know I don't believe that Sadie Dog will be around this time next year. I could be wrong. She's the a fucking tank. She's a goddamn tank. She will fall off the bed and just thunk on the floor, and she'll be fucking fine. Goddamn tank. All right. Uh, Taylor Swift. I got to blow my nose. Not not because I'm sad about Taylor Swift. 
Apologies, everybody. Um, she uh, is just so associated with the Kansas City Chiefs because of her dating Travis Kelsey. And I still can't tell if that's a fucking real relationship or not. It definitely seems more real to me now than it did initially. I don't know if you guys are into all that. I, I've learned to hate it, though, because because uh, it just consumes so much of the television broadcasts of the football games. Talking about Taylor Swift. Talking about Tay-Tay and her relationship with Travis Kelsey. I don't give a fuck. All right? I don't, I don't give a fuck. Tay-Tay, she can do whatever the hell she wants. She's fine. Whatever. But uh, apparently this weekend there were uh, pretty bad tornadoes down in Tennessee. Uh, I saw a couple people that I know, including John Midgley of Magic JBM fame, uh, marking themselves safe on Facebook from these tornadoes, from these tornadoes. But uh, this just tells you um, how good of a person Tay-Tay is. She donated a million dollars to the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund at the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. Uh, she still lives uh, in Nashville. She lives in Nashville, Tennessee. And that's where her, her office is. She's the Time Magazine Person of the Year. I don't know if I quite understand that, but whatever. Uh, as a teenager, Swift attended Hendersonville High School in Sumner County, one of several, including Davidson, Montgomery, Trousdale, and Wilson, that were ravaged by storms that killed at least six people, destroyed multiple homes and buildings. That's very awful. Swift's donation is hardly the first time the newly minted billionaire is quietly engaged in philanthropy. It's weird. I don't even think she's fucking 30. Is she? How old is Taylor Swift? Is she 30? She can't be more than like 30 fucking two, right? All right, now I got to look it up. All right, Taylor Swift right there. She is, I don't care about Golden Globes, 33, fuck. She's an old hag. <laughs> good good for fucking her. Good for, uh, you know, you got to give props to where props belong. and She deserves some props. You got that kind of fucking money? You're a billionaire, bitch. Why not 10 bill? Get a, you can fucking make that in one night. Fucking at one concert, you're going to make 10 mil. So good for her. Ah, someone who can go fuck themselves, and I've called this guy out a bunch of times. Uh, Matt Rife, comedian Matt Rife. I've never met this guy. I never want to meet this guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure I would fucking punch this guy. He's got a very punchable face. Right, you look at this guy and you're like, yeah, let's just punch this fucker. Look at this motherfucker. This guy is probably like raping puppies. Fuck this guy. Uh, yeah, and I, is it plastic surgery? Like, I look at him and I'm like, a, a regular human face doesn't look like this. Like he would, like if you put like makeup on his face, like the Joker makeup, he would make a good looking Joker. Fuck Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger or any of these guys. Let's fucking make Matt Rife the goddamn Joker. Uh, I think he's a shit comedian myself, whatever. Uh, a lot of people said his Netflix special is atrocious. 
they feel like uh, Rife got famous because of his dumb crowd work shit. And I'll tell you guys, if you've listened to me long enough, I'll shit on fucking comics all goddamn day. It's easy enough for you to fucking edit stuff to make you look good. Like, here's a little fucking 10-second clip of Matt Rife saying something goddamn witty to the fucking crowd. Fuck you and fuck your mom. Uh, Apparently, um, let's see here. On Saturday, Saturday, TikToker. Jesus Christ, TikToker. Hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a TikToker. Oh, so just tell me you're unemployed. TikToker Buddy Hidea blasted the Netflix star on social media, claiming he recently made an insensitive comment toward her six-year-old son online. Why is your six-year-old son online? Matt Rife has decided to start a beef with my six-year-old child online. Again, I will be like, why the fuck is a six-year-old child online? Why are they communicating with a fucking awful comedian? Hadaya, I guess, I don't know if I'm saying her name right or not, who says her son is really into outer space, went on to share a screenshot in which the controversial comedian allegedly dished a fire reply to her son after he made a TikTok reaction video about a portion of Rife's new Netflix stand-up natural selection. In Rife's comedy special, he poked fun at people who are interested in astrology, which is different than astronomy. Whatever. I'm so tired of you ladies blaming your poor decision-making skills on planets that don't even know you. All right, so that's, okay, he's talking uh, astronomy, not astrology. Fucking idiot. Uh, your future is determined by your own thoughts, opinions, and actions. You're in complete control of your own future terms. Yes, right. I'm agreeing with that. He had it has nothing to do with the stars, man. Just because Jupiter has a ring and you don't doesn't mean... That's what you're supposed to look up to for this magical advice. Okay, now that's a shitty fucking joke right there. It's pretty dumb. Again, I haven't watched this special. I don't have Netflix. Uh, I'm not going to get Netflix to watch this fucking ass. Uh, and then apparently the kid goes, uh, actually it's Saturn that has the rings. It has more visible rings, uh, the sun said. He then added, and your mean girls, seemingly referring to Rife's insensitive joke about domestic violence. Huh. Why is a six-year-old watching the fucking video? I'm not going to have a six-year-old watch a fucking comedy special. He's not going to get it. Like, even if the guy's clean as fuck, there's still, like, innuendo and sarcasm, shit like that, that a goddamn six-year-old's not going to get. Like, there is a thing where fucking humor can be fucking uh, pretty difficult for dumb fucks to get. So that's why when someone's like, when dumb fucks like a comedian, I'm just like, oh, that comedian shit. Hadai went on to say in her TikTok that her son's response was meant to be lighthearted and Rife was never actually tagged in the video. Jupiter also has a ring. And uh, Santa Claus isn't real, Rife replied to Hadea's son on Instagram in a seemingly since-deleted comment. Your mom buys you presents with the money she makes on OnlyFans. I don't know about anything about this chick. Is she on OnlyFans? Uh, in her TikTok video, Hadea shut down Rife's OnlyFans claims, noting that she doesn't po- post her body online. She added that Rife just can't accept the fact that people may like women for their personalities. Well, great. I don't know who the fuck you are. Who the fuck are you, Bunny? Uh, I'm going to agree with you because I don't fucking, uh, I don't like goddamn uh, Rife. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go to her TikTok video. I find TikTok to be kind of difficult. Like if you're not on TikTok, like you don't have a fucking uh, uh, like an account. Sounds like my neighbor's mowing the lawn. Oh. Yeah, you heard me correctly. So, my name is Bunny Hedaz. If you don't know me, I don't. means gift. And this is my gift to you. Reading Matt Rice to the flint Matt. Uh, part of the problem that I had with Bunny with what she was just doing is so much of her video was just fucking edited. Like, that was like, you heard maybe 10 seconds and it was fucking edited. Are you telling me, lady, that you can't talk for 10 fucking seconds without fucking making a boo-boo and you gotta fucking edit it? Fuck off. God damn, that's why I hate TikTok. That's why I hate social media. Everything's goddamn edited. Nothing's real. Like today, 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 I learned a guy that I know, a guy that I know, uh, I was talking with a buddy of mine, and he informed me that this guy that I know is getting a divorce from his wife. Now, I, I don't see this guy on the regular. I really don't have a ton of communication with him, but I'm like, what? Like every time I would see any kind of post with him and his wife, it's like, oh, we're living our best lives. And then I'm just like, it's all fake. It's all fa Everything is fake as fuck. That's why, yeah, someone is out there mowing their fucking lawn. It's 610. It's dark out, everybody. Why the fuck are you mowing your lawn? It's December. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Um, unless someone's just posting shit every day, that's the real. That's fucking, that's real shit. Not like, oh, fuck, yeah, me and my wife are da 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 Fuck you. That's why you're divorced, because none of that shit's real. All right, that's it, guys. I'm done. Fuck, this was a shit podcast. God damn. Why, this, the, the free shit should be the good shit, Stu, because you want people to, to subscribe to your Patreon. And then you give the Patreon subscribers shit. You do the whole, uh, what is it, bait and switch thing? Whatever. Maybe the, maybe the Patreons are better. No, they're not. They're all, it's all the same. But uh, if you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that's where you will hear clips of the day. Clips of the motherfucking day. Clips of the motherfucking day. Clips of the clips of the clips of the clips of the motherfucking day. That's from a uh, listener, Jason. He listens to the podcast. He's out delivering the mail. You got to give props to mailman this time of year. That's the job where these guys, they should probably be thinking about killing themselves. That job is awful. But uh, so he listens while he's uh, delivering mail and then he sends me a, a little clip and then I post it. So please go like the Elemental Podcast page on Twitter and Facebook, please. Please and thank you. Please rate, review, subscribe to this freebie. If you like this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you don't like this podcast, uh, please don't rate or review. Maybe just subscribe. You don't have to fucking listen. Just subscribe. Whatever. Uh, if you guys could check out my Tee Public store, check out my Macari store, that would be great. It's Christmas. Christmas time is coming up. Buy some shit from me. That would be awesome. If you could do the six things for me, uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. I don't really know if Matt's really working on making any things right now. So if you want to help out Matt Harper, this is what you can do. Friday night, I believe it is a 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock show. Let me look real quick. Matt Harper is doing a show down in Portage, Michigan at Traveler's Pub, which I believe is on Portage Avenue. How about that? Uh, it's called Karajoki. He's got like six or seven different comedians coming to perform. Uh, they, they tell some jokes. They do some jokey jokes. 
and then they sing a song. And uh, I participated in these shows before. They're a whole lot of fun. It is a uh, $5 uh, admission fee. And uh, I highly recommend that all of you go. I will be there. I will be there in the crowd watching. For some reason, my uh, computer is not working with me. So I'm, I'm going to go to my fucking phone and uh, try to find Matt Harper real fucking quick. Jesus Christ, why is everything I got in the fucking chore for me? I don't fucking know. Stu, why is it a fucking chore? Why, why, why can't I just fucking search? Uh, there he is, Matt Harper. I'm pulling it up. It's coming slowly, slowly. There it is. $5 cover. Traveler's Cafe and Pub, 5225 Portage Road. 8 p.m. showtime, everybody. So please show up. I will be there. Have some fun. Uh, check out Bear Like a Grizzly Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram. My buddy Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood, keychains, cutting boards, knickknacks, all sorts of cool things, and he sells them over on Macari. So if you go to his Instagram page, you will find a link to his Macari page, and you can look and see what he's got for sale. And you know what, everybody? If you uh, don't see anything that you like, uh, let him know what you do want, and then he can fucking um, make it for you. He's good. That boy's got talent. It's Christmas time. Christmas time, bitches. Please buy something from him. That would be awesome. Uh, head over to Facebook. Uh, to go check out Magic JBM. I already talked about John Midgley. He's a magician, an artiste, a social worker, and all-around swell fella. So if you go over there to Magic JBM, you will find all sorts of uh, things for all your magic needs. Then uh, maybe, I think I, he doesn't have any more of that deck of cards. Maybe he's going to make a second run. But uh, buy them. It's cool. Support the sm small business, man. Do that. Do that. Do that. Magic JBM. Check out Extra Levels Gaming. It is a video game store in Holt, Michigan. They uh, sell old games, new games, PlayStation, Atari, television, Wii, whatever game system you have. I'm sure they got a game for you. So please go check that out. Extra Levels Gaming. Check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It is a group instead of a page, so you got to ask to join. You just answer four simple questions. But if you are into sports cards, it's a good place to go because you can buy cards, trade cards, sell cards, show off cards, whatever you want, or any sports memorabilia. So please go join the group. You don't need to live in West Michigan. We just kind of named it that to start, and there you go. West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. And last but not least, go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They make uh, Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. And then they tell you if it's good or not. Everybody loves coleslaw. You love coleslaw. I love coleslaw. I want a coleslaw that has a Christmas ale in it. That's what I want. But go check them out. Adam, actually, he messaged me this morning. He just started a new job. He's going to be a substitute teacher. And he was substituting at uh, Chippewa Valley over there on the other side of the state. Uh, for a gym class, he was going to be a gym teacher for the day, and he was filling in for a guy who actually uh, played for the Buffalo Bills. He's not a guy that I recognize. I think he played for the Bills for like, I don't know, three, four years, not a whole fucking long time. But his name is uh, John DiGiorgio? DiGiorgio? He was like a linebacker. I don't remember him. But uh, that's kind of cool. So good, good for Adam, trying to do things, make some money. Uh, but go check him out, The Sunday Slaw. So if you guys can do those six things for me, that would be awesome. If you could check out the Patreon, if you could, could consider what is the Patreon, it's a paywall. So for five bucks a month, you get a lot more podcasting. I podcast every day of the week. 
freebies on Mondays and Thursdays. Podcasts are all the other days of the week. So for five bucks a month, you do get you get like twenty more podcasts. Is it worth your time? Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, if you could consider doing that, that'd be great. P a t r e o n dot com, Patreon dot com, and uh, five bucks a month. Search out Elemental Podcast, and there you go. So. Otherwise, that's it, everybody. I will be back tomorrow for a Patreon, or I will see you guys on Thursday for the uh, next freebie. So thanks, guys. You guys are great. I love you. We'll see you. Okay, bye.